0: Alright, let us, let us begin. So, what I want to do tonight, we started, uh, we didn't have Shir, right? We didn't have Shir two weeks? Right, so, so, three weeks ago, we started a beautiful piece by Rabbi Nachman in the Kute Halachas. So, tonight, I would like to go ahead and continue on that piece a little bit. We're not going to finish it because it's a very long piece, but in Mir we could begin to go ahead and at least, um, move forward in it. I also want to thank Rabbi Huda Buchwalter for dedicating this year tonight as a Zghus for Shalima, for Bracha Adino Chana Basmindel Devorah, we hope that on the merit of our Talmud Torah, she together with Kol Holy Israel, we'll have a complete dinner during the tour. Amen. Amen. For the sponsorship. All right, so say, so just a little bit, a little bit of a of a, chazer, a little bit of a review. So if you remember again, the Rebbe introduced us to this. So first of all, for those of you who are joining us now for the first time for this year, so we're starting from Rabbi Nachman's Likuti The Kutia alochas is a very unique Sefer, because what the Rebbe did is, he went through Seder HaSholchan Aruch, takes a halacha in Shulchan and gives us the panemius, gives us the deeper meaning, a deeper understanding in this particular halacha. So the Rebbe over here, we'll come back to the halacha in just a little bit, so we don't have to review that piece, but I want to review the pieces. The Rebbe said like this, an incredible kind of life-altering chiddush where the Rebbe said the concept of Dan Lakal Adam Lakafsuchos, being Dan So we until we saw the Rebbe, we translated that concept as giving people the benefit of the doubt. Rabbi Nachman changed that definition. He said no, being dan the means being able to see the good even in the midst of all the negativity. So remember again, last year we spoke about the par- right, we we'll say what's the paradigmatic example of being down the The paradigmatic example. What would you say? Paradigmatic example being down the Kafsukhos. Going into McDonald's. Right, I see Ruben walking into McDonald's, right? So again, I could say, ah, he's going to buy a cheeseburger. Or I could be down the Kafsukhos, give him the benefit of the doubt and say, no, he's going to buy a cup of coffee. He's going to buy a soda. He's going to use the restroom. So we often translate the word being, or the phrase being down the kafskos as when you see someone doing something and it could be interpreted either as a Maisa Avera or not a Maisa Avera. Judge them favorably and assume that they're not committing an Avera. The problem with that definition is what? Sometimes you see people doing something and what? And what? <laughs> there, there, there's, there's no possible like, good carrots to it. right? In other words, that, you know, the same case. Ruben walks into McDonald's and what happens? What happens? I see him eating a a cheeseburger. So I'm going to say, no, it's not their cheeseburger. It's his (laughs) burger. It's an impossible burger. Yeah, it's quite impossible, right? It's impossible that it's not true, right? In other words, that that, meaning, so what what do you do in those circumstances where, again, clearly someone is doing something that is absolutely wrong? So the Rebbe says, that's why being done the kafsuchos actually means something deeper. He says, what it means is, When you see someone doing something bad, objectively bad, don't just judge them based on the negative actions they have engaged in, but rather what? Look at the whole person and say, you're right, maybe they're going ahead and doing something bad, but they also do a lot of good. Being down the Kafzchus means in the moment you see someone doing something terrible, find something good inside of them as well. Go ahead and create a balanced perception. That interesting enough, the Rebbe said, the din of being Dan Lakafschus, we often think of that concept as a concept that applies to other people. But the Rebbe says the truth is the essence of being Dan Lakafskh really begins where? Begins with ourselves. Begins with ourselves. How do we look at ourselves? Do we look at ourselves as people who have committed an incredible amount of averos and maybe a sprinkling of mitzvos? But often the rabbi says, and, and this is very reflective of Rabbi Nachman's own struggle with himself, that how do I view myself? And the rabbi says, too often we view ourselves as sinners, we view ourselves as people who have done terrible things, and we view ourselves only through the prism of our failures and not through the prism of our successes. So the Rebbe says, "Being means when I look in the mirror, I have to see the good that is inside of me. I can't ignore the negativity. I can't ignore the bad. But I also have to see the good that is inside of you. So you know, I was thinking about this a little bit. That, um, you know, one of, my, uh, one of my favorite, favorite ideas in Chumash. I must have said it like a million times over the years. The Pasik says, Right, if you go out and you find the trefa, right? So a trefa is an animal killed by another animal. So I find the trefa in the field, right? It's trefa, you can't eat it. La kelev tashlichun also. You have to give it to the dog. So the dasik in Balatosis, the Tosafists in their commentary on Torah say like this. If you look at the title of the pasuk, the pasuk says la Now la kelev translates as how? How do you translate la kelev? To the dog. To the dog. It should have said what? Likhelev. Likhelev means what? To a dog. dog. Why lakhelev? Why to the dog? So that the kingdom something so amazing. Who's the dog the Torah is referring to? It's referring to the sheepdog. Who's the sheepdog? The sheepdog is in charge of the flock. when do you have a trefa? Think about this. You're a shepherd. Think about that, right? I'm a shepherd. I have a flock. If I have a flock, who's in charge of guarding the flock? The sheepdog. If there's a trefa, it means who didn't do their job? Who didn't do their job? The sheepdog. So says the Torah When well, if there's a treyfa, what should you do? Who should you give the treyfa to? Who should you give the carcass to? Give it to the sheepdog. Give it to the sheepdog. Crazy. The sheepdog didn't do his job. It's true. He didn't do his job this time. But what about all the other times he did do his job? Right? What about all the other times that he fended off predatory animals to protect the flock? What about all the other times where he was a faithful trusted companion to do. And he did what he was supposed to in the moment he was supposed to. So the Dasekinim says in the moment that he fails, remember all of the times that he came through. Because you see human nature is such what's, what do they say? What's the sprach in the belt? you're only as good as your last deal, right? Is that what they say? And i bonus, that doesn't apply, but I'm saying it in the world, right? right? You're, you're only as good as, as, as your last deal. See, the way that relationships work is we often look at people through the prism of the last thing they did. See, you did something great? You're a great person. You did something terrible? You're a terrible person. So the Torah says that's a terrible way to approach relationships. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, you have to have a balanced perception. So the sheepdog failed. He failed. What about all the other times he didn't fail? So, in the moment of failure, instead of judging him as a failure, give him a good dinner. Give him the good dinner. Give him, give him the trefa. And ultimately, say, I know you failed. But at the end of the day, I know you failed, but at the end of the day, I'm remembering now all of the times that you really came through for me. Rabbi Nachman is saying it's, it's true for how we look at ourselves as well. Then when we look at ourselves, what do we see? Do we just see our failures? Or do we see the totality of the personality? Yeah, I failed a lot. I've failed a lot in life. But I've also done a lot of great things. I've also accomplished a lot. And am I able to see my own personalistic good even in the midst of failure, and the Rebbe says you have to start with that yourself. I have to begin to see the positive in me. The tov shebi od maat ve in Russia, like we learned in, in last week, in last year, old maat vein Russia is always a little bit that's still good. Find something good inside of yourself. Once I could find something good inside of me, despite the fact that there is a sea of imperfection and a sea of fault. Once I could do that inside of me. I can do that for other people also. And I can begin to see the good in other people. So said, being done lakaf s'ochus means that even when I see you do something wrong, I don't categorize you as a sinner. I don't categorize you as a bad person. Because I look at you in your totality and there's plenty of good in there also. And remember again, the Rebbe said so beautifully, once you can be done lakaf s'ochus on yourself, that's when you have the power to sing. Right? The power of nigina." And once you could go ahead and be down the kafskos for other people, then you have the ability to what? To be a shliach tziver. right? Then you could be a chazan. So, we'll so let's pick up, right? That was all chazara. Let's, let's pick up a little bit. So we're picking up. We're going to skip around a little bit tonight. Let's pick up. emir on page Vov in your handout, I put I put most of the Mimer on here. But let's take a look at page page, page Vov. We're going to look in the in the middle section and that is called the Kute Halachas Hamavur. This is uh, as I mentioned last year. I'm very excited because this is a new addition of uh, Lukuti Halachas, where they have this beautiful perushim alongside. So we're looking in the middle section over here, this section right over here, where you see the little asterisk over there, page Vav. So the Rebbe says as follows. He says, actually, I'm sorry, begins on page Hey. I'm sorry, one page back, one page back, where you see that Bay's in the brackets. You see what I'm talking about? Middle section, Bay's in the brackets. Vizeh ha halatov, hu his orus ha The ability to look at the good that is inside of you, and not to totally categorize yourself as bad, despite many faults and misdeeds, that's called an awakening from sleep. That's called an awakening from sleep. Because Rebbe says when a person feels that he is far from the ribano shalom. As a result of that, he loses his will to live, he loses his chiyos, he loses his energy, and he falls into a state of slumber. What the Rebbe is going to develop over here is as follows. There are two states of life, right? There's shena, there's sleep, and there's his overrost, there's awakening. Shena is the state, the spiritual state that I am in when all I see is my own negativity, all I see is my darkness, I don't see anything good, I don't see anything positive. That state of only seeing your faults and your negativity, that's called sleep, that's called shena. But when a person is able to see the good inside of themselves, and I will say, I want to be clear, when the Rebbe us seeing the good, does not mean ignoring your shortcomings, your faults and your failures? Of course not. But what it means is contextualizing them and recognizing that those faults, those failures, that's not my totality. There's good inside of me also. The ability, when I'm able to see my good, that's his orus. That's awakening. That's, that's an awakened state. So the Rebbe says, Because ultimately, when a person can't see the good inside of him and all he sees is the negativity, that's like sleep. And sleep, we know, is like death. As the Rebbe says, page Vav, Kimuva quotes G'mav Masechus Brachas, Shashenah hi echad mishishem bemiso. Sleep is one-sixtieth of death. O lehefech, kishemiskaber u'mechapes umevakeh shumotzei ba'atzma izenukudu tova adayin. Therefore, when a person looks and finds something positive inside of themself, u'mechaye u'mesamech ez atzma baza, and a person literally, again, is, he makes, he makes himself rejoice. He finds joy in the fact that there's good inside of me, despite all of my shortcomings. A person awakens himself. said The whole chap over here is, if you find good inside of yourself, despite, despite all of the failures, the shortcomings, and the misdeeds, the Rebbe says, I awaken myself. Because I'm going we'll to say, think about this in just a moment. We spoke about this in the last year. If a person feels like a nothing, what is the statistical probability that they're going to accomplish anything? Low. 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 Right, hovering right around zero. Because right? think about it. If I'm a nothing, so then what am I building on? But if I find good inside of myself, despite the fact that there are many, many imperfections and faults and failures, but there is some good, that good gives me the chizik to build. The Rebbe says, the act of finding good inside of yourself, that's the awakening from slumber. When I'm in a state where all I see is the negativity inside of me, that's sleep, that's slumber. So the Rebbe goes on, We're going to skip a little bit. Skip the page zain. Skip the page zain. Again, in the middle section, right by the asterisk there. He will say, this is, if Rabbi Nachman, Rabbi Nachman had a couple of major mantras that drove his entire philosophy of life, and one of his most important mantras was, Ein shum klal, As the Rabbi writes in the in Kuti Mo'aran, there is no such thing as yeush. You can't give up. You can't give up. And in fact, the Rabbi felt in general that the worst avera we commit, it's not chil Shabbos or lashon hara or Arayas. The worst avera person could commit is Yeyosh. because the moment you give up in life is the moment we're done. Think about it just a moment. You could you could commit any avera. Can you rebound from any avera? Can you rebound? Yes, you can read now again. It doesn't mean that you can rebound without collateral damage. Sometimes there are errors that create collateral damage. So you can't undo the collateral damage. But like the Imam Misach's bracha says, Muvas lo yucha liskon." that sometimes something that's crooked cannot be made straight. There are times in life where we make mistakes, and I cannot fix the mistakes, or I can't undo the damage. The damage, the damage is done. But can I rebound? Sure. The damage might always be there, but that doesn't mean I can't rebound and start again in a different way. So the Rebbe said, look, these words are so profound. The true MS in life, says Rabbi Nachman, is You can't give up on yourself. You can't give up on yourself and you can't fall asleep. Remember again, in Rabbi Nachman's world, what does falling asleep represent? Falling asleep means giving up on yourself. Giving up on yourself. Falling asleep is what happens is when a person looks in the mirror and all they see is the negativity. All I see are my averas. All I see are my mistakes. And I say to myself, what is the point? So what's the point? This is who I am. I can't be anything different than a sinner. What happens when a person does that? They go to sleep. Spiritual slumber. I go to sleep. I hibernate. The Rebbe says, you can't give up on yourself. I can't give up on myself. And I can't go to sleep even if I am filled with Averus. And a person has to wake up from their slumber. Find something good inside of yourself. Anything. Even if the good is imperfect. Even if the good is highly flawed find some good inside of yourself and shake yourself out of the slumber. So it goes on, he says, he says, skip a little bit, skip a little oh, actually let's go on. He says, He says, so the Rebbe says, I have to wake myself up. I'm not going to fall asleep. I'm not going to give up on myself. Why? I will say, Rabbi Nachman says something amazing. See, so i will say, listen to this. Rabbi Nachman When I go through this exercise and I find something positive inside of myself, that little ray of positivity, no matter how small it may be, is a manifestation of the divine inside of me. When I find something positive, that positive, that's the ribon shalom. That's Hakadosh kodish Hu. So when I find something positive inside of me, I am finding a piece of the Ribono Shel Olam in myself. He says that's the Pshat and the Pesach. Hakitzosi, I'm able to wake myself up. Ki Hashem Yismichini, for Hashem supports me. Hashem supports me. That when I find something good inside of myself, what I'm really finding is a little piece of the Ribono Shel Olam in me. And if there's a little piece of the Rebbeinu Shalom in me, then that gives me hope that I can truly rehabilitate myself. Kikalatov, haynu koldover shu tov beemes ubefrat kiddushas haTorah vahamitzvos humeito yisparach ki oraisa v'yisav v'kutshabrichu chadhu nimsa left-hand paragraph. Kesheish biYisrael ezen akuda tova. When a Jew finds some good inside of himself. People say, hear this? It's incredible. When I find some good inside of myself, what am I finding? I'm finding a little piece of the ribono Shal Olam in me. So, Isn't this incredible? So the Rebbe says, you know, sometimes I look at myself and I say, ah, I'm so flawed. I'm so flawed. And whether we realize it or not, we give up on ourselves. And we kind of just we write ourselves off. You know, people think the big problem is other people write me off. Other people write me off all the time. That's not the issue. Right? The greater challenge is when I write myself off and says so it's my simbachal yom. How do you combat? How do you avoid writing yourself off? Especially if you're like me and you've made so many dramatic life mistakes. So how do you not write yourself off? So the Rebbe says, find something good. Shkoyach. I find something good. Very nice. I found one good thing in the midst of a sea of misdeeds and faults. Says the Rebbe, maybe. But that one good thing, that's a inside of me. That one mitzvah, that one khased. That one piece of Torah, that represents that the ribono Bichvodo Uba Atzmo lives inside of me. And if HaKadosh Baruch Hu is still living inside of me despite all of my failures and missteps, then that shows that I have the ability to reawaken. That shows that I have the ability to rehabilitate. That I have the ability to truly make something of myself. He goes on, he says, Skip a little bit, skip a little bit, and I was going to skip actually a lot, and we're going to go to, we're going to go to, um, we're going to turn to page Tes Zion. Tes so again, not not that what we're skipping is unimportant; it's incredibly important. But what the Rebbe is doing is he's re, he's re, he's developed a thesis. And again, what he does in these other pages is he, he develops it and reinforces it. He gives a mushle with Moshe Rabbeinu, a mushle with the Mishkan, but I wanna, I wanna tie it back. Remember again, how did we start this? How did we start this? What was the first halacha that the Rebbe quoted? Halacha Aleph in Shulchan Aruch. What did Shulchan Aruch say? Yiskaber Kari Lamot Baboker Laavodas Boro. We'll say, what's the first halacha? You have to get up. You have to be strong like a lion. Lamo babokar to get up in the morning, to serve your creator. Shiehu shachar. I have to literally again awaken the dawn. That's the mechaber. And then the Ramos said, I have placed Hashem before me always. That is an important contour. Says the Rebbe, watch this Ramosai. This is incredible. My page test now. Again, in the middle section, right over here by the asterisk. The Rebbe says as follows. He says, Says the Rebbe, this idea that I just expounded, this idea of remember again, just follow the progression. All of this again. We start with don lekafshos, a new definition of don We now understand also Rebbe extends that to mean that there are two states in life: shena and his oreros, sleeping and an awake state. Sleep. Is essentially when i give up on myself all i see is the negativity the awakened state is when i'm fully conscious of my shortcomings but i also see the good that is inside of me furthermore when i find that good it's not just the pshat that i did something nice the, the good inside of me is the ribono shal Olam himself because remember again he to the zohar kuchabrichu yisrael torah chadhi, I'm Yisrael HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Torah, it's all one entity. So when I find something good, I find the mitzvah, I find the chesed, I find Torah inside of me, what I'm finding is the Rebono of Olam inside of me. And my goal is, find that good, find that HaKadosh Baruch Hu in me, shake off the slumber, resist the temptation to, quote, unquote, fall asleep, and remain awake. Says the Rebbe, this is the first halacha shulchan aruch. Watch this. What does the Shulchan Aruch say? Yiskaber la'amod baboker la'avodas boro. Be strong like a lion. Be strong like a lion to get up in the morning to serve our Baruch Hu. So I say, so says the Rebbe, what, what, what exactly is the halacha over here? Right? What, what, what is the mandate? Is the, it, now again, Be'i Pashup Shat is that the Shulchan Aruch is telling me, when you get up in the morning, don't kind of like, you know, like, Slink out of bed, you know. Fall out of bed. Get up with a gusto, right? Remember, we spoke about this in the first year. That, that maybe on the on the level is get up with a purpose, right? The lion, the lion knows he has a purpose. He's the king of the jungle. He knows what his tafkid is. He knows what his role is. So when he gets up, right, he he, he knows that he has a tachlis. When you get up, know you have a tachlis. But the Rebbe says, sing something deeper. Sha Adam Sarich Lus See, I will say, the Rebbe says, the Shulchan Aruch isn't only teaching you about how to physically awaken in the morning, but the Shulchan Aruch is teaching us how to spiritually awaken in the morning. Because I says, sometimes I open my eyes in the morning. And you know what I say to myself? I'm too tired to articulate, but you know what I say? What's the point? What's the point? How many times have I started the day saying, Today's going to be different, right? Today's going to be you know today today's the day, right? Today, today's the day. You know the Satmarov Seches Adiv Kadosh LeRachah said the pasuk says me acharis Hashana at Sof Shana. The so says the pasuk is talking about Hashem who watches over Eretz Yisrael and so everything is going to happen right me, from, from the beginning of the year. Oh, no, Me'resh Hashana. Sorry, Me'resh Hashana at Me'resh Hashana at Acharis. Shana. So the way it literally translates is From the beginning of the year Until the end of year So Satmarav says something amazing He says, you know Because you, know you know how life works what, I, what do I say at Rosh Hashanah? What do I say at Rosh Hashanah? We all say the What do we say? This is it. the year, this is, the year. <laughs> this is like my breakout year This is, like, this is it This is going to be the year Where I'm going to do everything and then what happens? I come to the year, and then end of the year, what? Sof, shana. Right? The year begins with the heya yidiyah, the definitive article. Right? The definitive article. This is the year. And then by the time I get to the end of it, it's just another year. So says Rabbi Nachman something so profound. Did I as say, sometimes I open my eyes in the morning and I say to myself, like, what's the point? What's the point? Like, how many times am I going to tell myself, today's the day? I've said it for years. I've said today is the day. And yet, often by the time the day is over, I find myself right back where I started. So maybe I should just stay in bed. Because, you know, you know what the good part about staying in bed? At least you know if you stay in bed, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? It's predictable. It's ridiculous, right? I'll be rested. I'll be <laughs> rested. So I might as well be frustrated and rested, right? And not be frustrated and tired, right? So it was like, what, what's, what's the point? What's the point of doing the same thing? I mean, so the Rebbe says, that's the Shulchan Aruch is saying, ber ka'ari baboker boro. The Torah is not just simply talking to us about how we get up in a physiological sense. But the Torah Kadosha is teaching us what we have to do to awaken our Neshama. That there's Yitzhara when I wake up in the morning to say, Come on, you're not going to do anything differently. It's going to be the same thing. You know what you do, you know your faults, you've been trying to correct them for years. Not, you haven't been able to get any real traction on anything. So ultimately, again, therefore, the and therefore, we'll say, It's tempting just to sleep. And remember again, Rabbi, Rabbi Nachman's model, what does sleep represent? Sleep just represents when I define myself by my negative traits and don't see anything positive. The first taloch and shulchan is when you open your eyes, find the good inside of yourself. Before I say moda'ani, before I say moda'ani, because the truth is, most of us need a reason to get out of bed in the morning. I need a reason. So why should I get out of bed in the morning? Yiska wake yourself up by finding the good that is inside of you. How do you do it? So I say, how do I awaken myself? So I say, so now this is an interesting lashon. Shulchan says I have to awaken the dawn. How do you awaken the dawn? Heinu keniska lael she'orah hanakudos tovos sheim bechinas shachar bechinas mashakasu va'ira shachar va'yiteze yis'orim mishinoso nifilaso. So he says it means find the good inside of yourself. When I wake up in the morning, the first thing I have to do to get myself going is remind myself that I am good. And not just remind myself that I am good, but identify what's good. What's good about me? What's good about me? Find something good inside of yourself and remind yourself. Make yourself cognizant of that first thing in the morning. That's how you get up. Now, watch this. Okay, we didn't, we didn't do that part. So the Rebbe says, the first thing when I open my eyes up in the morning is, I have to be, you have to be strong. To wake up in the morning, but how do you get yourself going? So how do you get yourself going? How do I do that? Ultimately, again, by me finding the light. How do I find the light? Be done like myself, right? Be done myself like Don't judge myself by the shortcomings and negativities, but rather find something good. He goes on. He says, So that we'll says Rabbi Nachman is the mechaber. isn't this incredible? So yiskaber kaari. La so, so again, my job in the morning is to resist the temptation to sleep, to get out of bed, right? Because sleep represents spiritual dormancy, right? I have to get up, I have things I have to accomplish. But how do I do that when often I'm so down on myself? How do you do it? You have to awaken the dawn. And what does it mean to awaken the dawn? You have to bring the light. How do you bring the light? Be down the kaf suchos on yourself. How are you down the kaf suchos on yourself? Don't define yourself by your negativities, by your shortcomings, by your faults, but find something good inside of yourself. And remember again, once you find something good inside of yourself, you're ma'ore the shachar, you're bringing the light. I'm not defining myself by the darkness, I'm finding myself by the light that is within me. And if I believe that, if I find the light inside of me, that's what gets me out of bed in the morning. Because if I find my light, then I recognize that at the end of the day, I have the ability to accomplish something Great. Now, There's one more piece. Okay. Remember the Rama. added something in, right? What did the Rama add in? Of Nathan something challenge. Okay. What, what what did what did the Rama add in? The Rama added in Shemla So, like, what, what does that have to do with? I mean, don't get me wrong. It's great, right? I place God before me at all times. Fantastic. But what is the Rama adding on to the Mechaber? So I will say, watch this. This is the last piece we'll get to do for this evening. The Rebbe says, So the Ramo is coming and he's building on the Mechaber. So I will say, sometimes, sometimes when the Ramo comments, he's arguing on the Mechaber. And sometimes when the Ramo comments, he's building on the Mechaber. Rabbi Nachman, the Rebbe posits that here, the is not arguing. He's being Mosif. He's adding. And what is he adding? So here the Mechaber told me first thing in the morning, I have to be ma'ora shachar. I have to bring the light through the hole we, we described. so Rebbe said, so Naderama says, way, I want to tell you how you do it. Shivisi Hashemla summit. How does that work? Listen to this. Ki orer, mishinoso. I page good Zayin. In that middle section, the kute halacha samavur, because sibosay, when a person goes in and wakes up from his sleep, ayideh hanukudos tovah shemot seba atzmo. Sibosay, if I am, if I am ora the shachar, like the mechaber said, I bring the dawn. How do I bring the dawn? By finding the light that is inside of me, by being done myself lekaf zechos. Ayideze yochol lekayim shivisi Hashem lenegdi somed. Sibosay, remember again. What did the Rebbe say before? When I go ahead, when I go ahead and I find the good inside of me, who, what am I really finding? Or who am I really finding? Sure. Hakodesh Baruch Hu. The, the, the great, the great secret says the Rebbe is that when I find good inside of me, I'm finding the Ribono Shel Olam inside of me. That's, that's what's really happening over here. The good. And that's what he quoted the Zohar. Yisrael, kutshabrihu, Torah, chadhi. When I find the good, I find the ribonu olam inside of me. Says the Ramah something amazing. That's what it means. What is shivisi hashem le negdi samid? Hashem is always in front of me. So the, so the Ramah says, mechaber. You're telling everyone you have to begin the day by bringing the light, by looking inside of yourself and finding the good, being done on your own, says I'm going to add something else. When you find the good, who are you discovering inside of you? HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Shevisi Hashem Linegdi Summit. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is always before me. Do you know why? Because every single person possesses good. And because every single person possesses good, that means that every single person possesses a chilek eloka, a piece of HaKadosh Baruch in themselves. So when I recognize that there's a piece of the ribono shalolam inside of me, that's shivisi Hashem lenegdi samid. The Rebbe goes on, he says, Haynu, shetamid ani u'mash Hashem l'negad ki af rochok mimeno yisbarach. I will say, he, l- listen to this. Listen to this line. Even though I am so far from him, Afapikem Hashem lenegdi somid b'chol makom. I will say, do you hear these words? Look, look what Rabbi Nachman just said. Even though I'm so far from Hashem, Hashem is always opposite me. Ki ani motzi baatzmi nekuda tova shegilui elokus. People say, isn't this the great anomaly of our relationship with Akkadish Baruch? Hu? There are times when I'm so far from him, but even when I'm so far, I couldn't be any closer. Why? Because if we accept the premise that Rabbi Nachman says that ultimately each and every one of us possesses good, no matter how many avers I've done, I possess good. I have to find the good inside of me. And that good is actually a manifestation of Akkadish Baruch. Hu. That means that the Reboshim is not always just simply opposite me, but he's actually in me. So no matter how far I am, no matter how rochog I may be, I'm actually always right next to HaKadosh Baruch. In in Chesidus there's a term or a phrase of ratzol v'shov. Ratzol v'shov literally means forward and backwards. Forward and backwards. That life, that life is this, you know, me, you know, it, it's, um, um, Rabbi Nachman says it as, um, um, he has a different, Lashenford. I'll come to me in just a moment. Mimani and maybe Okay, I'll come to me in just a moment. Anyway, the Rebbe says, the great anomaly of our relationship with Akadosh Baruch Hu, is that even in those moments when we are furthest, we couldn't be any closer. Because the good inside of me is a khilak it's a piece of a Baruch parachu. So no matter how far I think I am, Shivisiashemla Negdi summit. So both sides. When the Ramah comments over here and he says, Shivisiya Shemla Negdi summit He's actually being Mosif on the Mechaber. He's not arguing. He's not arguing. He's reinforcing the Mechaber's point. Mechaber, you're telling everyone the first thing they have to do in the morning is to be Ma'orah, the Shachar to bring the light. You have to get up. You have to avoid the temptation to sleep because sleep means all I see is the negativity inside of myself. You can't live like that. You have to find the good. You have to bring the light. And says and says the Ramah, when you bring the light and when you find the light, which everyone can find because all of us possess light, that light is HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That light is Shivisi Hashem LeNegdi Summit. And when I discover that in fact HaKadosh Baruch Hu is actually inside of me, even though I feel so far away, that gives me the chizik to get out of bed. That gives me the chizik to shake off the slumber. That gives me the chizik ultimately to move forward. So I'll say we'll stop over here for tonight. But it's a—it's uh, it, it, an absolutely—it's it's, uh, it's, a—it's—it's life-altering, it's a life-altering yisod, and it also helps to explain the opening phrase of Coming back to what was said in the beginning about uh, Dov Lipshutz, even if a person would come to the realization of the good that he possesses, oftentimes he'll save himself. He'll excuse himself for whatever reason for his actions, whatever he does That, How does that relate to being able to see the same thing in, in someone else? What do you mean he'll excuse himself? I'll say, oh, you know, I have a reason why I did this. I have a reason that, you know, whatever the kid, whatever it is that he has, that think. You know, my father, he screamed to me one time, and that's why I act the way I did, you know, whatever it was. But the other person, that guy, uh, he has no excuse. Yeah, so, so the, the, you know, rabbi Nachman, rabbi Nachman presupposes that we're going to acquire for ourselves the media of self-awareness. You see, the way the rabbi operates is as follows. There is plenty of room for sinners, as long as you're honest. The, the moment that I begin making excuses for myself, this, this whole thing goes out the window, because this entire approach is predicated on brutal personalistic honesty. I know what I've done. And I'm not excusing it. I'm not, ex- I'm, I'm not excusing it. I have no excuses for what I've done. I, I, I own it. But the danger, the danger in that then is that most people, the next step after they acknowledge and own it, is there's a total plunge of self-worth. <laughs> now I'm a nothing. Now I'm a nothing. So the Rebbe says, no, own it, own it. Don't make excuses for it. But just see that there's another side of the equation. There's also good. The good doesn't cancel out the bad, right? The good, but the good gives you the basis. It gives you the, it gives you the foundation to rebuild yourself. If you don't see that good inside of you, there's nothing to work with. So Akhinami, if a person is still in a self-delusional state, where I'm making excuses for myself, I don't know that I'm ready to learn Likuti Halachas yet. You know, that's, uh, you heard what I'm saying? In other words, the whole thing is predicated on, on brutal honesty. But the beautiful part is, you see, most of us are afraid to be brutally honest with ourselves because we think that the effect of being brutal, brutally honest is that I must accept the reality that I'm a nothing. The Rebbe says, no, fuck care. just the opposite. That it's only with brutal honesty that I can actually begin to recognize that I'm an incredible something. Mm-hmm. So what, you're basically uh, having worked on Capitol Hill for 20 years. <laughs> You writing off the narcissist. I mean, I'm, I don't write off anyone, but I'm saying, I'm saying that a, a, narci- no, a, narcissist, no. a narcissist, a narcissist, can't do this avoda, okay. right? Words, what, what Rabbi Na'omi in general. By the way, this is, this is true in in, 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 in Hasidus, outside of Hasidus, in, in the realm of tikkun amidos. If a person wants to improve themselves, so step number one is I have to be honest, right? If, if I'm not, you know, la Havdil, it's no different than someone... You see, I, I often say like this. The easiest way I think to relate to this is look at hate as an addiction. All right, look at, So some people are addicted to alcohol. Some people are addicted to pornography. Some people are addicted to sin, right? So if I look... So again, what, what's the first step in the 12-step program? The first step, the I'm first alcoholic. step... I'm, hi, hi, I'm Shmuel and I'm an alcoholic, right? right? That, that, in other words, if, if, I, if I don't have honesty, there, there, there's nothing to do. So, you know, the, nurse, the narcissistic personality, unfortunately, can't be honest. If you can't be honest, but assuming that a person can be honest, then we could move forward. But, but the, to me, the reason why Rabbi Nachman is my Rebbe and the reason why, why this speaks to me so much is because so often we're so scared to be honest with ourselves because we think that the, the outcome of being honest is it means I'm a nothing and I'm a failure, and the Rebbe says, no, no, my beautiful children. It's just the opposite. It's just the opposite. You're such a beautiful something. You're such a beautiful something. No matter how much you've messed up in life, but if you really want to find your something kite, you've got to be, first be honest. At, at the order or the suggestion of Rabbi Breitowitz, I was told to read Viktor Frankl's Man's Search for Meaning*. I don't know if you've read sure. it. Sure. It seems to me, be- that he's a chassid on the river. <laughs> I don't know. He, he's just, uh, I mean, he was. Told, uh, he, you know. that you have to find your good, your me. Yeah, I mean, I think and his. That, the, if you could build on that. Yeah, I think he had a little bit of a different. I think his, his, his yisod, which is, which is absolutely unequivocal on this also, is you can't control what happens to you. You can only control how you respond. This is a little bit different. This is a little bit different because I can control if I sin or not. I control that, and it's very dangerous to say I don't control it. I absolutely control, control if control I sin or serpent. not. He, he said you, could, you can't control yourself. Correct. Serpent. He's talking about Auschwitz, yeah, yeah. right? We're talking about over here lashon hara, right? Arias. I know I, I, because I think this is I control if I sin. I control if I sin. yeah, no, yeah. But, but, but Rabbi Nachman was dealing with a population that wasn't. Auschwitz, but it was very hard. A hundred percent, but very I, hard. but I don't think the Rebbe here is talking about external circumstances. The Rebbe here is talking about, like, how I live my daily life, my mitzvahs and my averas. So we're talking about an area of life where I have complete shlita. I have complete autonomy. I have complete autonomy. Right? We'll, we'll discuss it in we we'll continue with we'll, we'll talk about situations where you don't have control over your circumstances. But here, I have absolute control of my circumstances, and I've messed up. I've messed up. Mm. And and I, I own that I've messed up and I don't have to be scared to own the fact that I've messed up, because owning that reality does not mean that I'm a zero. It doesn't mean that I'm a failure. It just means that I'm a human being who has a lot of negativity, but probably also has a lot of great good. And now my ability becomes find my good and continue the but process so life as has, life has meaning. Life has purpose. A hundred percent. A hundred percent? All right, you're about to say shkoyak, shkoyak. It's my room in the, my room in the, in the small basement, ma- in the, in the base manager, sorry, this is more, the other base managers. Right.